Welcome to the Kids Poetry Club podcast. Before the fun starts, here's a quick reminder that all episodes come with free support materials. Just go to kidspoetryclub.com to see YouTube videos of illustrated poems and to download a pack of activities based on this week's episode. It's all free. Okay, let the fun begin. Let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome, kids. It's poetry time. Welcome back to Kids Poetry Club with me, Little Dazzy Donuts. I hope you're feeling ready for some rhymes and fun, because we're going to spend the next 15 minutes listening to four poems on this week's chosen topic. Are you going to guess what the topic is? We'll also have a poem from a club member. As usual, it's from a listener like you, if not actually you. So while I play our intro music, get wriggling around to find a comfortable spot. I'm so excited! It's time for this week's Kids Poetry Club. Before we play Guess the Topic of the Week, let's start off with club registration. This is where you shout out your name. I've been practicing this so I can do a good job of showing you how. Here goes. Little Dazzy Donuts! So if you're here this week, shout out your name and you get a club point for being here. Okay, so what's the topic of the week? Last week's topic was animals. Did you remember that? We had poems on flying pigs, a wise owl, and sheep in the bedroom. But what will this week's topic be? Let me give you three clues and see if you can figure it out. Are you ready? Why? So the first clue is that this topic rhymes with the word bite. Can you think of words that rhyme with bite? So if you haven't got it yet, and you probably haven't, here's a second clue. This week's topic involves the moon and stars. Do you have it yet? If not, here's your final clue. This week's topic is the opposite of day. So it rhymes with bite, involves the moon and stars, and is the opposite of day. Have you guessed it? Yes, this week's topic is the night time. Our first poem is about something you can do just before you fall asleep at night time, and also just after you wake up in the morning. When I was a kid, so when I was really little, Dazzy Donuts, I had a toy bear called Tinga. I'd hug Tinga really tight as I fell asleep. But when I woke up in the morning, she was always somewhere else. Sometimes under the pillow, sometimes under the sheets. Sometimes Tinga was even on the floor. I assumed that Tinga was waiting until I was asleep and then wandered off to have some fun around the house. And when Tinga came back, just as I woke up, she forgot where to be. That got me thinking about what else might wander off in the night. This first poem answers that question, and is called Each Morning. Let's see how the poem's going to arrive. Is it going to arrive on a train, on a plane, in a car, on the back of a... Pigeon? 
Here it comes. It arrived by plane. Okay, now it's here. Let's read it. It's called Each Morning. I wake up each morning and check everything's right, just in case a part of me wandered off in the night. When I woke up this morning, I counted my toes, I counted my fingers and I counted my nose. I counted my elbows, I counted my tummy, I counted my knees. I know that sounds funny. It totaled 26 when I counted last night. If I count 25, I'll be in for a fright. If I count 27, then a new thing has grown. And for sure a doctor will come to see me at home. I suggest you count too when you go to bed. And you start with your toes and you end with your head. It's the best you can do to check everything's right. And that nothing gets lost when off wandering at night. Isn't that a curious thought? The idea of parts of your body going off to have fun while you sleep? Perhaps your legs go for a walk and your eyes go to watch television and your tummy um, eats ice cream. If you think that could happen, why not count all of your body parts before you fall asleep? You can then check that they're all there in the morning. Now, do you remember our topic of the week? Yes, it's night time. The first poem was about something we can do before falling asleep. So what's the second poem about? It's actually about something that comes out at night and shines brightly. Yes, it's the moon. You'll have seen the moon up in the sky on nights when it's not cloudy. Sometimes it's a big full moon and it's a complete circle. Other times we see part of the moon, like half of it, or just a small slice. It's hard to imagine, but the moon isn't like the earth where we live. It's dusty and rocky. There aren't any plants or large oceans of water. It may also be hard to imagine, but humans have actually been to the moon. Wearing special spacesuits so they can breathe, 12 people have actually walked on the moon, all the way up there in space. This second poem is about the moon that comes out at night and about the sun that comes out during the day. In the poem, we imagine how tough it would be for moon and sun to be friends when they're out at such different times. Let's see how they get around that problem in the poem called Moon. But how's the moon poem going to arrive? Hmm, is it going to come by plane, by train? In a car? On a bicycle? In a boat? On the back of a puppy? Here it comes! It came by train! Okay then, now it's here, let's read it. Here's our poem called Moon. How could moon and sun be friends if one starts work when the other's work ends? Every evening, sun would go down, just as moon shone over the town. Then moon would see us all through the night before fading away in the morning sunlight. Until one day, when sun went down, 
but the sky was all black with no moon around. I watched for a while, but moon never came, just twinkling stars and the occasional plane. I thought of moon as I went off to bed and hoped she was playing with her friend's son instead. I love that poem, the idea that Moon can take the night off and go play with Sun for a change. I wonder what they'd get up to together. Perhaps that's something you'd like to draw, a picture of Sun and Moon having fun. If so, you can ask an adult to email your drawing to the club at drawings at kidspoetryclub.com. I look at every drawing that comes in and I select a few to put on the website. Talking of sending things into the club, we've reached the point where we hear from a listener who sent in a poem to be read out. Today's poem comes in from Little Ronnie. Thank you, Little Ronnie, for sending it in, and it fits perfectly with today's topic of nighttime. The poem is about snails. You remember last week's poem about a wise owl, and we talked about how owls are nocturnal, meaning they're mostly active at night. <coughs> Well, snails are nocturnal too. Here's little Ronnie's poem. Two snails decided to have a race to see who would get first place. But one found he couldn't slide well and so decided to take off his shell, thinking it would make him faster and he'd become the snail race master. But his performance proved rather dullish and he lost the race for being sluggish. Did you groan at the end of that poem? I did, because a snail without a shell is a slug. And in the poem, the snail who took his shell off was called sluggish. That's a lovely play on words, little Ronnie. Thank you. You'll find it on the website together with all of the other poems chosen this week. Remember, if you want your poem read out, just ask an adult to email it for you to poems at kidspoetryclub.com. I can't wait to read it. Well, we've made it to the final poem of the week. Aww. So far, we've heard three poems, all on the topic of nighttime. One about counting before falling asleep, one about the moon, and one about snails. So what's our fourth poem about? Let me play you a sound and see if you can guess. Yes, it's the sound of birds. Our final poem is about birds and the famous saying that the early bird gets the worm. This saying dates back over 300 years and is used to stress that those who arrive first are more likely to be successful. In this poem, we explore what happens if the first bird into the garden gets the best worm for breakfast. Well, what would all of the other birds do the following morning? That question is answered in the final poem for today, which is called Worms. But how's our Worms poem going to arrive? Is it going to come on a train, on a plane, in a car, on the back of a kangaroo? Here it comes. It came by car. Okay, well now the worm's poem is here. 
Let's read it. It may surprise you to know that the birds in your yard are quite a competitive bunch. They'll fight over food any time of the day, and especially at breakfast and lunch. From a very young age, just out of the shell, birds hear a message quite firm, that the pathway to food and a very full tum is to rise early and go get a worm. The trouble with the early bird getting the worm is there's so many birds to be fed. So once one leaves early to find a nice worm, the others just can't stay in bed. It all started on Monday with a very keen bird who was up right before dawn. In response, the others set an earlier alarm to beat that bird the next morn. Each day the birds got up earlier, at five, then four, and then three, and by Friday at midnight the birds were all up, with none left asleep in the tree. Eventually the birds all looked at each other, stood in the yard all the night, and agreed it was silly waiting hours for worm, and they went back to bed till sunrise. From that day on the birds changed their approach. There was an important lesson to learn, that there's a lot to be said to having breakfast in bed and eating cereal and toast and not worm. What a funny poem, the idea of birds staying in bed and having a breakfast of toast and cereal rather than getting up early and heading off to get a worm. Gosh. That whole scene was beautifully illustrated by Dot Church for the club's website. You can find it at kidspoetryclub.com. Just ask an adult to help you find it on the computer or on a phone and you'll see those birds and you'll also see a few wriggly worms too. Don't forget, I'd also love to see your drawings. So if you want to draw birds and worms or perhaps the moon playing with the sun or even snails racing. Just do that and ask an adult to email it into drawings at kidspoetryclub.com. I look at everyone that comes in and I'll put a selection of them on the website. Well, sadly, we've reached the end of our club time for this week. Oh. It's been so lovely to spend time with you. Thank you for joining. I hope you enjoyed yourself. And I hope you'll be back for more next time the club meets. I'd love to see you here again. Until then, stay happy and stay rhyming. And let's finish with our short goodbye poem. We've had some fun with things that rhymed. Goodbye, kids. Until next time. This is Little Dazzy Donut saying, keep rhyming. <laughs>